You are listening to Unapologetic Talk, brought to you by We The People. Bringing some common sense with a little New York disrespect. We The People, for the people, by the people. You? What's up, y'all? It's Rally Rebel. Hey, everyone. It's Dimes Cartier. Yeah, this is Unapologetic Talk. Yeah, um, as y'all can see, I'm in uh, my, my coffee. I got, uh, you know, showing solidarity for Palestine, you know, um, uh, we, we're going to get into a lot of, uh, you know, being uh, about Palestine today. We have a, a Palestinian uh, guest that's, um, yeah, kind of like fire, man, like like special to me, you know what I mean? So um, it, it's dope to get to interview him. Um, it's uh, sad that, you know what I mean, it's uh, the, the, underneath the circumstances of what's going on, you know what I mean? Um, uh, you know what I mean? I, I wish, like, it, it would have been, like, in like interviewing him on, on like, other than, you know what I mean? What's going on right now and it's crazy like like what's going on right now for the people that, that still haven't uh are paying attention or like I say are still believing the mainstream media of, of thinking that, you know what I mean, um seeing uh Palestinians as terrorists and shit like that. But yeah, we're gonna get into a lot of that today. But um uh I wanted to tell y'all a little story real quick and it, it actually it was fire because uh, this was like in 2021 and this is when, you know, um, uh, you know, my first time, you know, uh, um, connecting with the, um, organizers, you know, the, uh, Palestinian organizers, uh, with Wolf Palestine and Erdine and, uh, you know, um, Sahara. Um, and it was at, uh, you know, resistance is justified. So it was at, um, it was, uh, you know, when they was putting up the curfew on the park, you know what I mean? Um back when uh when we fought for the park in Washington Square June fifth, you know, it was twenty twenty one and uh it was um it was still in the in the height of, you know, the the movement still being strong of the BLM movements and stuff like that going on and it was that summer and um I think it was like the first year, you know, after the George Floyd and everybody came back outside and everything for the summer. So it was like a lot of like, you know what I mean, people uh a lot of a lot of things going on. And uh I remember, you know, like they them I guess it was like, you know, too many parties or or, or saying like, you know, the youth, the college kids and the youth at the park was making too much noise. Uh, during the week, uh, like far as playing instruments and uh, all the activities at the party, tried to you know just they just tried to um, the, the you know the uh, the people in that neighborhood you know just tried to um, put have some restraints on the park and, and and like what was going on in the park and the NYPD actually put up a, a curfew mm -hmm. where the and this is, curfew yeah during the yeah. summertime yeah. summertime is summertime New York City and they they was trying to Close the park if it was 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. I, I believe implementing a 10 p.m. curfew yeah. to try to like distill and deter crime, which wasn't really the case at mm -hmm. Wash. Wash is like a very peaceful, known, sweet, like New York City public park that everyone goes to. It's even on the NYU campus. Like, so a lot of musicians. A lot of college kids and like mm -hmm. youthful creatives are around there. Yeah. A lot, a lot, yeah, a lot of creative people. Mm -hmm. um, and during this, you know, they 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 put this uh, curfew on the park, like I said, during the summertime, you know. And uh, 
I think it, I, I forgot when it happened. It happened in, in, in Thompson Square back in the day. And actually, when, when we fought for the park, they actually, like, compared it to uh, when they did it at Tompkins Square. And, you know, they they lost that fight because they ended up getting the, the curfew is on, on Tompkins Square right now. You know, and if we didn't fight for the park and uh, we didn't fight for the park, you know, back then, I think the curfew would be 10 o'clock like it was now, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what they were doing every weekend. They um, And that's how they start, you know what I mean, bringing in bills and laws and stuff like that. Um, every weekend, NYPD would line up with the SRG group. And uh, exactly at 10 o'clock, they would stand in line and just march people out of the park, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, With that move back shit. Yeah. That stupid move back protocol that they do. Yeah. And they were doing, they were doing a lot of. It was that going on, and they were stopping the musicians from playing music. It was a whole bunch of shit going on, all at this, you know what I mean? Um, in, in 2021, it was just like basically like trying to, I guess, man, I, control the park. Yeah, control the park. It, it was just, you know what I mean? Instead of like they, they wanted it like nice and peaceful, piece of harmony for motherfuckers that that got that money and shit that don't want to, you know what I mean? Deal with the youth and all that. Like it, it, it was some other shit, but um, it was people that reached out. And kept asking like ah, you know what I mean like this this shit that's going on at the park this shit's going on at the park like like reaching out for organizers like to do give some kind of pushback and uh I, I watched it for like two weeks no before when I first heard about it I think I went to I took my march at the end of my march I took I took a march over there just to see what it looked like and uh we ran up in there and I like 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 just to see them how they was lined up outside the park and everything and uh just watching and then I, I think we left before they stormed the park i just wanted to see how it was you know what i mean just get the blueprint and see what was what um i left when they when they stormed the park so um, i left before they stormed the park but it was the end of my march it was, i just took a small group over there just to see like what was what um and uh devise pan came back like two weeks later you know and it was a um and I didn't even, it was a whole bunch of protests going on that day. And I think we had a, a party the day before and I was a little hangover. This is a crazy ass story. But um, yeah, I went to an action, I had to speak at an action earlier that day and uh, gave a speech and we marched. And um, it was also, it was June, June 5th, 2021. But I think that was, I, I want to say it was Brianna Taylor's birthday. It was either Brianna's, I believe it was, no. Don't don't quote. It was something with Breonna Taylor that day, bro. Mm -hmm. Something with Breonna Taylor that day. Yeah, somebody gotta look it up. Don't yo June fifth. Look it up, somebody. But yo, um, that was that was also you know what I mean. Uh, but that wasn't you know what I mean. I, I, it was a third. It was a Thursday that I had already was marching on them days. You know what I mean. So it didn't matter. Uh, no, it wasn't Thursday. I think it was Saturday. I was marching on Saturday, June fifth, twenty twenty one. Was um, it was a Saturday. And I was I always marched on a Saturday, and it just uh, um it lined with something with Breonna Taylor, and uh, I, I I had a firearm march where I was going after this officer, so I used that as like a decoy to get like SRG over there at that station, and we just you know we just came to the station and turned up for like five minutes and just walked off, and so we had SRG all over there. Then we went to the park and. Uh, you know, we we went in there. I gave a speech before at the time. Uh, we had a couple of we, it was it was it was mad organizers. Uh, Daz was there. You know, um, uh, Joella was there. Um, Nah was there. Uh, 
Micah, these are all um, organizers in NYC um, that were that were at, at my march that day, and we, you know, what I mean, we 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 radicalized the people. We came in, um, we came into the park. Like I said, we 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 had SRG over there at the station, so we was able to get to the park before they could get get over there to the park. And we came into the park like um, uh, immediately, like I think I told uh, now Michael like to rile the crowd up, and I was going to you know handle rile the crowd up outside of the park and I uh I was pumped up man. The crazy part was like before we started marching bro somebody gave me some shrooms. Mm-hmm. You dig us there? The diggers on shrooms. And I when I when I when I wore shrooms, right? I can't be around people like that. So it was just bad for me to be marching on shrooms, yo. And I was like, everybody was trying to talk to me and I was tripping and I was just like seeing everybody. Like they was just like, I was like, oh shit. Like what's going on? Yeah. Oh, see? All right, so I was right. Yeah, uh, June 5th is Brown Teller's birthday. All right, see? Um, I'm gonna be sparking, dude. Um, so, I, um, yeah, but yeah, look, 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 look. I'm zoned out, right? I'm tripping the whole fucking marks, right? I'm, I'm like, and I'm trying to like, you know, it's coming away. So I'm, I'm tweaking and I'm like catching myself. I'm tweaking, I'm catching myself. And we doing some crazy shit. We about to go inside, watch this square park and fight. So I remember, uh, like you really see the videos, you can see it in my eyes. Like I'm looking like, like what the fuck is going on? I'm this bitch. Like the cops was like talking on the bullhorn. I got this like this dumbass grin on my face. Like what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? But, um, we, we we did that man like uh soon we got in there you know we, we we threw the barricades up and uh um this is around the park and we even said we was gonna like uh occupy for the night you know what i mean we was just talking shit and we went live we was telling everybody to pull up and people pulled up with the uh, abolition signs it was it, it just got lit you know what i mean and uh they were getting people out that park at 10 o'clock on a dot and we went in there, and I it's like that's what I I knew like I ain't gonna lie, I knew like the college kids would get riled up if we if we could, you know what I mean? If we just showed them like or tell them like boom, are we gonna show you how to do this shit? You know what I mean? Empowering them. Yeah, and they bro, they was riled up, man. We gave the cops a run for their money that night. It took them, like I said, they was getting people out of the park at by ten o'clock. It took them half an hour to get us out there, motherfucking park. And then after we got off to the park, you know what I mean? It spilled down to the streets. I think they locked up like 27. I was one of the people that got locked up. You know what I mean? I I, um, I stayed in the park until the end to make sure everybody got out, you know what I mean, from my march because that's when you got to go down with the ship. <laughs> the plan was to get out of there. I tried to get out of there, you know what I mean? I ran and got, uh, um, uh, I could have I went went out the way and got, you know what I mean, de-arrested by everybody. I know I could have made it through there, but I didn't want to put people in uh, danger of trying to de-arrest me or getting, you know what I mean, fucked up and shit. And I remember um, I remember running, and I think it was Cop Watch. Cop Watch, he had all black on. Y'all see how he be dressed to see, because they're all black on. He got the, the Cop Watch on his back, but that should be looking like some cop shit when they all black, right? So I'm running and shit, and I was about to hop. Over the like the fence to run through the gr- the, the uh, run through the grass to go over the fence outside the park and uh, when I started running towards that gate, cop watch was over there. But I'm tweaking. I'm like you know, we don't want that motherfucking room. So I'm like yo, I'm running this thing. Really, really. And I'm like oh shit, these niggas know my name. And I turned around and started boom, ran the other way and got you know what I mean. I ran into all of them and they just 
Every cop would come running up to me like he was so scared. It was his white shirt came with his fist down. I was like, nigga, you better not hit me, man. Like, don't hit me. And then, uh, like, you hit me, bro. And I had dropped my shit by then. And then he, like, told some other officer to grab me and shit. And then they walked me out. And they let me out. I got out that morning. But, um, yeah, it was like that mass arrest shit. And I thought it was, it was I, I, the craziest part, they didn't hit me with, um, inciting a riot. But they gave it to, like, you know what I mean? They hit your mother with that shit. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was different, bro. It was different. It was, uh, I, I, it, was, it was wild, man. It was wild. But it was, that was fire, man. I think we, we all, um, afterwards, um, I think I came back. We came back to the park the next day. And I, I just came, I, I even, like, put all the shit on and shit, masked up and shit. And came to the park the next day just to see, like, around, like, 9.30, just to see if the cops were going to roll up. And the cops, they didn't roll up. It was like they actually, like, like um, they didn't show up at all that night. And it was a whole bunch of shit. It was like they almost, like, wanted to uh, see if somebody was going to get killed or something. It was it. And people showed off that night. And it was like, it just, uh, it, was, it was crazy. But now, like, you know what I mean? Off, off of that, that night, right, you know, um, people seeing, like, boom, it's like, boom, this is why they say they need cops. And, like, now, y'all got to, you know what I mean? Learn how to protect the park ourselves, showing we don't need these motherfuckers. Start doing like, you know what I mean, mutual aid and all that type of shit. Now they, you know what I mean? They have mutual aid and all that shit in there now. It's like, um, and that was, that was dope. Um, the fact that we could all, we all, all we all, I, every organizer, I think, celebrated that win that was out there that night and felt like, boom, it was like, yeah, we, you know what I mean? Like that was an actual like win for us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we went to jail, but, um, you applied pressure. Ain't no reply, I mean, I, reply pressure. We showed I mean, I them. noticed enough so no further legal action was taken against the work. Yeah, yeah and, and see, see and the this, this thing that she came out, he came out and spoke on our behalf. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. They never said it was a really much. They don't want to throw that kind of, like, they, they, they'll throw, like, ah, and the other kind of, like, dirt they could throw on, really. That's what it is. But he he even spoke out and said, oh, it's college kids. They should have something to do during the summertime. So it was like they got, the cops got crazy pushback off of that shit. You know what I mean? So, um, and that was like I said, yeah, that's pressure. Mm -hmm. Pressure and that's, uh, the resistance is justified. God damn, we fought for that shit. If we didn't, like I said, Washington Square Park would probably be closing at 10 o'clock now. You know what I mean? Um, and like, uh, I, you know, that, that next day, at that, like I said, when I went there the next day and it was like a celebration, like the, uh, somebody brought the, the big ass See, that's when we knew they wasn't coming. It was a big-ass uh, sound system in there. There's a DJ in there spinning music. They was playing music and shit. And, uh, you know, um, that's where I met uh, Nerdy and the Sahara. Mm. You know what I mean? They came there. And everybody was like, boom, they introduced it. And we just talking about how we could. But we never we never did anything. Um, but shit, yeah. I support all the actions and shit. You see, I got this shit on. And that's how I got noticed with them. But anyway, but, uh, tell them about uh, Stonewall. Yeah, so speaking of mutual aids and the things that we do now to help apply pressure toward these dirty cops, official New York City government officials, and oppression in New York City, Stonewall was a riot. So if you don't know or you haven't heard of Stonewall was a riot, I am a lead organizer. Um, we rally up every single fucking Thursday in the heart of the West Village. Um at Stonewall, so we're always outside advocating 
for every single marginalized community. Um, the black community, the brown community, the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. and many others. Um, last week, we showed solidarity for Palestine and the genocide that's going on overseas. And we were met with a lot of police presence, mm-hmm. brutality, and arrest. And Stonewall's a riot. We've been marching for 13 weeks. And on the 13th week, we had um, three arrests go down. Now, when I said there was heavy police presence, I'm talking about to the point where we first took off from our starting location. There was like a noticeable amount of police already there. Um, The scouting team had seen a heavy police presence before we even stepped foot on the property. Like, it it was unnecessary. And you can tell that they were plotting something. We had um, some intel after the fact that we threw the march that there was going to be a Zionist or a pro-Israeli march at 42nd Street, one of the biggest um, and most known hotspots in New York. And we was like, oh, you know, and like Israeli um, protesters love, 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 love to counter the Palestinian protests and their movement. And we know that the police were just targeting us, you know, because we came outside. We wanted to continue to represent the lives and the voices in Palestine who don't or aren't able to speak or tell their story. We knew that the cops were going to try to get in our way. Mm-hmm. And not, especially not allow us to get to that Israeli protest. That's yeah, they did not because the funding, the we got to think about. War only happens because of power and money. You know, not to get too into politics, but when New York City is funding war, you know, we know whose side they're going to choose and a whole bunch of propaganda that they've been spreading, like on the news at 42nd, where they lit up all the lights and stuff, mm-hmm. like with the um the hostages, the alleged hostages. Yeah, you talking about the other day? Yeah. Yeah. When they blocked us from going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, that's, that's, weird. That's- they, they know we turn up. That's what I said. They know we turn up. And, uh, you know, we get out here to send a message. Yeah. The fact that them people, they paid that money, man. They paid that money. And them cops are wicked. And uh, the sad part was about it was, you know, um, during this during this, this, this protest, to see the mayor, you know, have a video set for them, like, to, to play on the... On the um, you know what I mean, they they definitely didn't want Stonewall coming down there doing that. You know, they made it like a big ass ceremony, um, you know. Uh, they, and it was quiet down there while while Eric Adams talked on the Titantron and everything like that. And uh, you know, I I seen the, the quote where he was talking about it all. This is the Emmett Till movement, and you know, be talking to the Israelis people, um, trying to relate. Uh, I don't know, yo, bro. It's, I, I I don't know how the fuck he tried to re- relate that shit, but um. Yeah, I don't know where he was going with that one. It's, it's like what, bro? Are you serious? Yeah, it's like sad. that's the blackest massacre you thought of. Yeah, it's 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 sad to see all these Palestinians in New York to see the the, the big population to see the whole world right now is it's it's um you know. Mm-hmm. Wanted the ceasefire and 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 is outside for Palestine. And they want a, gen- 
genocide. Yeah, and this the mayor. He came out and spoke for you know for the Israeli people. But what about your what about your you know what I mean the Palestinian yeah Palestinian community you know what I mean what about um like as a political official we were talking about this like fuck political officials because if you're a political official you're not supposed to be you're not supposed to be biased like yeah. you can't have a one sided stance on something when you're supposed to speak or be the voice for the community like. How do you have this gigantic thousands on thousands of Palestinians outside in uproar and your only comments are for Israel? Yeah. Because your NYPD officers are trained there. Like, come on now. It's sick. It's kind of sick. He puts this, he puts, um, we see pictures of him in, in Israel, you know, um, with his hands up to some wall. Uh, we see him, uh, um, he just, he just, they just did a, um, a memorial at Chelsea Pier, and all that, all that's cool. Go do that, go do that, but don't forget about your Palestinians. You got a whole population, bro. They shut down your streets every fucking day. You know what I mean? They're not part of. You know what I mean? If if you are, if, you, if people want to, uh, call Hamas, uh, um, a terrorist group, or extremist me, group. Uh, yeah, I, I, to me, bro, they, they want their freedom, bro. Get off our back, goddammit. This is time, like you know what I mean. Stop, stop, stepping on. We got to show some kind. Of, you got to fight back. God damn it, that's fighting back. So I don't, I don't, no, I don't think that's a terrorist group. I think that's somebody like, fighting for their freedom. Not even to like compare genocide with slavery, but like when we look at um, slaves, you know, fighting back against their slave masters, will we look at that as like wrong? Will we criminalize those people? No. We criminalized the slave masters, but we didn't start criminalizing the slave masters until history started talking about that shit. Mm -hmm. And people have to, they fail to realize, we live in history. Like, Crazy. Abraham Lincoln or whoever those bullshit um, old presidents were, weren't reading about themselves in magazines and stuff. They were living their lives. And <sighs> niggas took note and wrote that shit down in a book and we're mm -hmm. reading about it now. But it's like, you have to choose the right side and you're not gonna know what side is right until it's too late <laughs> it's too late but that's where no, you, morals you and common sense comes into play like, research research don't believe the mainstream that's how you choose to right side or believe what your heart say man like like i said it's uh a little disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's um yeah man you know, uh, you know, we, we, Saturday, Saturday, um, um, and yeah, shit, no, like, Saturday, Saturday, on the, on the, 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 the three arrests, though, that was pretty crazy. Oh, shit, did we, I didn't even talk about that, go ahead. Yeah, like, and at Stonewall, um, on Thursday, the past Thursday, we were like, Marching, as we always do, we always take the streets and we have every right to, you know, but we're crossing the street and these officers, they claim that that they gave us a warning, a failed warning at that because, you know, it's inaccessible for a lot of people. We have to think about the deaf community, like the disabled community. How are people supposed to hear a tiny speaker, you know, from from these cops, these antagonizers, falling us in the back? So like we we can't really hear much, 
especially over the chants, the drummers, the loud cars and everything. So we we didn't get a fair um, warning and we didn't get a fair exit. We have to have, you know, somewhere to go. And we were pushed on the sidewalk and there was still arrest on the sidewalk, as we've seen these cops do time and time again in actions, like being aggressive and using their abusive authority to push people onto the sidewalk. And then, and then whatchamacallit, just torture them and abuse them. Mm -hmm. And then hit them with these illegal arrests and kidnappings. Yeah, I, 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 um, yeah, she was wicked. Like, um, like I said, nobody in that situation, nobody was to blame because they were going to make the rush regardless because they had to stop us from getting to Times Square. Whether we was on the sidewalk or whatever, they was going to figure out, and that's what they do. They get they bring all them cops, and they start getting fidgety, get agity, and you know what I mean? They um, uh, These are tactics they do, you know what I mean? And, and like I said, like... Uh, they do this to shut down, you know, shut down the protests. But when when all that stuff was going on, I, was, I remember walking up to the group, the cops, you know, they had one of the comrades surrounded. And uh, um, I'm standing there and I'm watching, just trying to see what's what. And this cop gets off the motorcycle, man. And uh, his name is Gonzalez. I forgot his first name. But Sergeant, he's Sergeant Gonzalez. And he's usually like, when they bring him out, He's usually in front. They're like he's the captain of the bike squad. You know what I mean? They have him in front, and he constantly like um, he's an agitator, bro. Mm -hmm. Like he 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 he'll try to run his bike into you and all that type of shit. Talk. And uh, he's egotistical, the, emotional ass, abusive kind. Yeah, and I'm like this this crazy part. I'm standing there. I yo, I, he hates me. He hates me the most. But he knows not to touch me. God damn it! But he walked up on the sidewalk and. It's, 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 we put the video up, but it's, it's clear space. And he just, you know what I mean? Walk and just shoves this dude, man. Shoves, shoves, uh, one of the comrade, comrades. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This, this, this slings them off, you know what I mean? To the, to the ground. And then After they have this around him. They're protecting this dude. This yeah. So now, now that, now he comes and stands. And I mind you, it's one person. It's like already about like, like nine cops around that person. It was no reason for him to come, even come over there. And he comes over there and he just slams somebody and then stands there. And then before you know it, they got to stand in front of him because he's a hothead. You know what I mean? Then they got to tell him to get out of there. You know what I mean? And it's like, this is, this is, these, that's why I say these people are not made to be, you know, uh, they don't, they don't sign up to protect and serve, man. They're not there to really save people. They want to beat people up, especially NYPD, especially the NYPD. And, so, uh, yeah, it, it, it's sick. Like, like when we tell y'all about what happened, like, you know what I mean? This past weekend, it's sick, man. It's the NYPD, man. They like to beat people up. Dirty bitches. You, you, you Speaking of beating people talk? up, like, when we were showing solidarity, we also happened to come outside for the flood of Brooklyn for Palestine march mm -hmm. thrown by, within our lifetime, Palestine. And when I tell you that was disgusting, it was so many, it was a mass arrest. It was so many kids taken. There was about three kids. No, no, hold on, wait, 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 before, before we say disgust, that shit was beautiful first, the march. 
Well, the march itself. Yeah. We marched Excuse for me. hours, I mean, and that was like just to see them flags in the air. And a lot of people. Yeah. Oh man, I love every bit of like like it. You know, we smushed. Yeah. <laughs> it was like shoulder to shoulder. It was love, goddammit. It was all love, like all good energy in the in the group in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh um I think that, that like the fire part, uh like the kids, now the yeah, the kids, no the kids that the kids that would come up and just like with the kids that would lead chance. Yeah. Was fire is like even from when we first walked up before we even got into the group, when we were coming down the street and you know, the little boy come riding up on the bike and he started, you know what I mean, chanting. And everybody on the street started chanting and he was like leading that chant until we got to the march, you know what I mean? And then to go in there and then uh, it was multiple. You see, there's multiple kids, you know what I mean, leading chants. And was, I thought that was dope, you know what I mean? But it's sad. It's sad for those kids to know what's going on over there. Yeah. To be living, I, I, I try to think about. Like that's their reality. Yeah, when I was getting uh, of ever being into that, like just knowing that my people are being wiped out and killed. You know what I mean? Or, or being looked at crazy over here or, or, or yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Like, but I, these kids are like, you know what I mean? They're, they're awake, <laughs> man. And it's so, it's so sad, yo. It's sad, and it's like what's even sadder is the kids that's over there. You know what I mean? That's their, their innocence. They're in it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, go ahead. Let's talk about that. That that funky ass discussing the rest. Yeah, besides the like, like you said, the march itself and the action throne was a beautiful example of like how the community could come together to really like apply pressure and just disrupt society like and it's really the youth it's really the families it's really the people who have like relatives you know in that country who are like seeing it and feeling it and we just and then, like a lot of black and brown people outside too just you know who aren't muslim or arabic or palestinian who are like i'm outside for this like i need to be out here that was beautiful yeah but what was it beautiful was that they started beating our asses on the corner. Like, they completely kettled us after trying to take, I believe it was at the FDR. That was like a... I don't know what the hell shit that was. I, I mean, we was in Bay Ridge. I don't, I don't know where... Uh, I, don't, I don't know where street that is. I don't, I'm not even going to like uh, tell you, but uh, we was in Bay Ridge. I don't know that much. Uh, it was a... Um, I don't know if y'all seen the pictures or or, or here we are, we'll, we'll show we some, but um, uh, massive amount of people, right? And and this is what I be trying to teach people: like, don't never let the SRJ line up in front of you. But these mother, you know what I mean? And they, and but it was hard because you know um, they have a truck, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's 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 easy for them to like try to hurry up and cut the cut them off. And, and they have so many people that they're leaving. Yeah, so many other people, but. This is where you you ah you know what I mean it, it was it was crazy for that to be, uh, um it was crazy for that to be you know the uh their 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 biggest march, and um for them to be for that for all that's going on, 
um, so far in New York, that probably was the biggest action and for it to end that way. Uh, it was trying to like almost send a message or try mm-hmm. to scare them from coming back outside again, you know what I mean? Or for them to like, and that's when that's, they do stuff like that just for that simple reason, like the, um... But even, even the head, the organizer said, she said, there are so many arrests happening at these protests nowadays, but it's scaring people from coming outside. Yeah. And the police know this, and the government officials know this, that's why the police presence is so heavy, because they want to deter people. They want to instill fear into the people. Yeah, they, um... They locked up, uh, things like, 18 of us. You know, I got, I got, I got caught up in the, uh, caught up in the mix. And... Um, I seen it coming ahead of time, but that's just how, you know what I mean? Just how fast, like, I'm, I'm, I'm telling people to get out the way, get out the way. But this is how fast they, um, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't care for the people that was leaving. You know what I mean? They, they, they were told to grab people to make arrests. So it didn't matter if you was trying to get out the way. Or, uh, um, I was like there with people, uh, about like three or four people that were on the sidewalk. You know what I mean? That were on the sidewalk and said they just ran up on them and just grabbed them. You know what I mean? And they, you know what I mean? Get, get thrown in the paddy wagon. So it was mad arrest made. They already started doing the paperwork when we on the on the on the um on the bus. You know what yeah. I mean? They gave us all summons. And really, like you could get a summons like right there on the street. Do you know that? It's like they writing give a ticket. It's like writing a ticket. But no, they had to. They had to scare That's people. Y'all. They had yeah. to. You know, and they they um being in there they. Uh, roughed a couple of uh, people up and everything like that. And it was... Um, Somebody got their shoulder dislocated. Yeah, shoulder dislocated. It it, it was so, like... Uh, There's a 13-year-old boy who got removed. Nah, he's 12. Two, two 12s. Two 12-year-old boys. Two 12-year-old boys? Yeah. No, no, yeah, two 12s. Two 12s. Twelve. Yeah, they both were 12. Well, I was I was in... I, I can't talk, talk for the other one. I can talk for the one I was in the, in the car with. Uh, and on the bus, they put him on the bus with us, and uh, he was 12. Um, but I believe they say he got punched in the face. You know what I mean? And uh, it's uh, a video. This cop is, you know what I mean? Just, blah, 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 just yeah. going off. And he guess what? He didn't grab nobody, lock nobody he up. He just, he just, he just, he just went, went crazy on the crowd real quick, like he was doing something like uh, sumo wrestling. Yeah. Bro, I thought he was about to start throwing spin kicks or something like it. Like he was on some like, you know what I mean? It was demon time, bro. Like some and smash shit. Yeah. Oh man, it's, it's 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 a nasty video. It's a nasty video. And the thing was, right? I I get locked up, so I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the, the the precinct with this motherfucker. And when they know they're in trouble, it then the they they walk around like something somebody just died. They be huffing and puffing and shaking their heads and and tapping and. Not not talking. All the officers in there walking around laughing and shit. He walking around blowing shit. He know what the hell he did. He because you know what? One of the people he locked up was that probably a twelve year old boy that he punched on. That's why he was doing all that. He know he in trouble. He know people got videos of that shit. You know what I mean? Touching on kids. Um. Huh? Person got punched in the face at seventeen. It was a couple people got punched in the face. Okay. It was a couple people got punched in the face. All right, hold on. Wait. So all right. Yeah, yeah. It was a seventeen-year-old got punched in the face. All right, but it was a twelve-year-old that got punched in the face too. I heard that. Uh, yeah, we get our facts. We get our. Like he had a baby face, but just we got a fact check going on. But I'm, I'm just saying, I was I was on the bus with the with the person who got punched. Right, well, both of them. 
Um, why don't they put in a cell with us? All right. Um, they, they, it was, it was somebody, he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, no, he was Palestinian, but, um, he was on the sidewalk and he said one of the cops, uh, said something crazy to him and they, and they uh, he said they grabbed him from the back of his head and then like, he had a, uh, and they slammed him and he had a, a big, uh, like gash. It wasn't a gash, like a scrape, like his skin was scraped off. You know what I mean? Like right there, there. And, uh, I think he had like a, um, they said he was having a concussion. They said he was having a concussion or something like that. But, um, I think we, we all got out within what? How many hours is that? We talking about like 9.30? Yeah, but y'all, it was about three hours. Y'all got released. Yeah, you could probably, so probably like the last person, probably, maybe been like three years. I would say the most from us getting into the station. Most, maybe like the most is three hours. But everybody um, was let go. Yeah. Yeah, we had a beautiful jail support though. Jail support turned up. Yeah. We saw, we was like, yo, after the action, we was like, all right, y'all. So it's time to get our people. Jail support, like, let's go. We rallied up all our comrades. And then we um, was asking around people, like, oh, do you have any friends who got arrested? We're traveling to jail support. We could travel together. We hopped on the train, turning up. And then we brought that same energy to jail support. You know, we kept chanting the entire time. And then everyone got out. Yeah, was I thought so that was beautiful. fire. It was, um, it was reuniting people. Someone's yeah. mom was out there. A lot of people's mothers. Man, grown you, folks' moms sitting there. Man, you already had the jail support. Um, oh. Just us, like, bobbing with them and shit. You know, and connecting. And uh, I thought that was great. There's a lot of, like, lawyers out there. There was a lot of, like, community organizers, like, uh, community garden leaders. It was dope. That's what, um, and it's crazy because it's like oppression bringing people together. It's, it's nuts, man. And even, even at the jail support, like the cops, you know what I mean? Trying to flex, uh, you know, um. Some of them didn't even care why we were there. We're like, you're standing outside of a jail, bro. This is jail support. You have people locked up in cages in there. And you're sitting out here joking and laughing. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was, what was that? Was that cop? That one cop who took a picture of us on his personal phone? Using his Apple Watch. Oh, last night. Yeah, as, last as night. I'm put a clip of his face up in there too. Since he wanted to take pictures of people's faces, his face could be out there. Too. Yeah, one of those cops at jail support got mad and tried to um, wanted to wanted to attack one of the comrades mm-hmm. when they came up on the sidewalk. Yeah. I don't know if anybody got the videos of that, but that's what I'm saying, man. It's um, that's that jail support. You know what I mean? That's we we wait for people to get out, and they want to flex on that. They they. They wanted to move us out of the street, saying that we were blocking traffic for a, a road that's already shut down, that no cars were coming through. And then they stood in the spot where they were telling us to get out of. And then, like, after, you know what I mean, a couple minutes, you know what I mean, once they flexed and showed us that they could push us on the sidewalk, they go back to their regular shit and let everybody just be back on the street again. It's like, and people got to see this with these bully tactics. You know what I mean? This, this, uh, they're not there to protect and serve. They're not, they don't really care about us man it's 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 they're there to protect and serve property yeah themselves yeah but protect and serve each other to to have each other's backs they bro they're a gang they're a gang and um that when i think 
there's so many there's so many Palestinians and I can't wait to like really like uh get with, with, with one of the organizers and show them like the moon. Ah, let's do this that's right. You know what I mean? Show them some moves, man, because with all them people, oh my god, y'all yeah, y'all got y'all y'all can make down. waves, y'all can change so much, man. Down you know? for collab too. Yeah. So they see like black leaders, we got it down. Yeah. The way that these yeah. cops respect us, they have to. They have no option. Yeah, I also feel like uh, um, I just want to because I keep seeing posters and I see uh, hold on real quick, let me talk to this dog. But look, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yo, I just wanted to um, I seen a post this morning, um, where it said uh, it showed what did it showed? Oh, it was a Palestinian woman talking about um. You know, uh, Palestinians being racist against um, black people, and then it went from from that into showing how um, um, Palestinian how it shows the the majority of the people that's coming out for Palestinians fighting for Palestinians are black people, right? And then it went to from that to and this is a Palestinian woman saying it, and she was just talking about how. Um, Palestinians are are racist to darker Palestinians. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And then she was going into like how they're all Muslim and how boom and and how um don't they see like boom that like like to stop stop that within each other because like that's you know what I mean that's basically what that shit is right now was going on with the Israel and the, like you know what I mean so she was just like just going in and just going in up up stop being um that's that's you know what I mean saying that they've been taught to like hate the darker color mm -hmm. because it's not just like black people I'm talking about like, like yeah it's um like the darker Palestinians and darker like you know what I mean they say they they are womb so I I seen that and then uh you know, um, me putting this on, and um, this is this show solidarity, right? Uh, um, I got this from my guest that we're gonna, you know, bring on in a little bit, but um, uh, that and me showing up um, to all these uh, Palestinian marches, right? Um, people feel like maybe I'm doing more for other people than I'm doing for you know, these black people. But intersectionality is important. Like yeah. all these fights are intertwined. Oppression, um, occupation of people and land is intertwined. We're dealing with the same shit in America. I tell people, should we chant it? The people united would never be defeated, right? So it's to unite. And uh, um, my fight for black people ain't never stopped for, it don't matter who I'm showing solidarity for, because my weekly actions for my people never stop regardless of what's going on, you know what I mean? So it's uh it's people just gotta look at the bigger picture all the way around the board, you know? And that's what uh that's just the the, the best thing for everybody to do. Um start like even 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 myself, you know what I mean? Um learn to like uh just Focus on the bigger picture. Don't like whoever's um, doing good for the people. Just keep it moving. If you don't like how somebody's moving, then you just 
You know what I mean? Don't, don't just focus on how you can move better. You know what I mean? Not unless it's like uh, something that can harm somebody or something like that. It's still, I guess it's, uh, you know what I mean? Um, just focus on the bigger picture. Nobody, nobody should be worried about what I, what I say. What do I say? What's my, what's my, what's my, my favorite saying? What is it? Oh, niggas are money business. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it, that's it. That's it, you know, yeah, that's, huh? that's, that's three words that my cousin taught me, yo, that's some gangster shit. Look, yeah. oh man, I can't wait to tell that story. But I, I, not, that's for them time. But yo, he taught me three words to get through life. Mind your business, you know what I mean? You can't get into anybody, not unless, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, the only time I'm in somebody's business is if somebody's oppressed, goddamn it, if the shit ain't right, you know what I mean? I'm there. But other than that, goddamn, why your business? This no. my business, that's it. Leave that's what I gotta do, that's what I boom, boom, boom. And don't try to focus on nobody's negativity. That's just my words of ah, 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 before we get into our um, our, um guests. Oh, oh you, hey. our guest is here. Skip, let's get it private. Let's get it private. Skip this. How's it going, guys? Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me see. Can, we, can I move the show over here? Okay, right here. Pow, pow. Fire. Let's go. See your face. How you doing? You got look, look what I got on. Oh, uh, dude, I've been seeing you wear it nonstop, man. It's what? like the solidarity. So nice to see. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's good to see you on. home too. I I saw it got rowdy yesterday. Oh yeah. man. Yesterday got very hectic. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So. This is my brother Basil, y'all see him? They, they throw their hand up, show, show him fire. Ah, and uh, I, 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 did you, all right, so what year was that? Was it 2021 or was it 2022? Oh, when you and I, when I first reached out to you, I think that was 2021. Yeah, okay. It was that Her summer, if I'm not mistaken. And we were out in Bay Ridge and I saw you just like, just like your your presence was everywhere at that rally. It was a big <laughs> rally, and I remember the, like the, the NYPD was out there. Like they were very they were like way more aggressive, like at the beginning of the protest and like the middle of the protest instead of like waiting for the end like yesterday. Um, and you were just up in their faces, and I was like, "Who is that?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're actually scared of this dude. <laughs> um, this is awesome. <laughs> Um, and then I saw you like at a couple of the Warriors in the Garden uh, rallies and other things like that. And so I was like, damn, Relly is like for the people. He, like he's out at every single one of these. He is not like he does not take any steps back. Um, <laughs> I want to show my appreciation. And then, yeah, man, you, you're like, I'm out here every day until we're all free. And I was like, damn, I'm going to Palestine this summer, visit the fam. I'm going to the wall. Oh my God! Got to give him a get him a kafia. Um, yeah, man, just just absolutely inspired by by you and your your crews, like the way you guys move and the mutual aid stuff you guys are doing. It's really great to see. Yeah, that's that's the dope part about like um, when I went to your page and I seen like your, your link box and everything, and then like to see that you you do the mutual aid. So, what? Uh, how did you? What? What made you jump into mutual aid? Well, I've always been a little bit part of it, obviously, as it revolves around like the Palestine stuff. Right. So we raise funds, we get clothing and stuff to send back, not just to Gaza, but to the rest of parts of the West Bank. Um, and then honestly, like since living like I came here for school, I, I grew up in Brooklyn in Midwood. And so like obviously like growing up in New York, like you feel more community based. Um, and so 
growing up, we always, you know, did food drives and stuff. It was more kind of just general food drives, clothing drives, either for local community stuff or sending it back home to Palestine. Um, but honestly, like after 2020, um, everything just kind of like revealed, at least to me, like revealed itself to me. And that's really like when I started getting more and more active was because like that summer of like all the black liberation rallies and marches and stuff, like what made me so surprised and like, so like inspired was all the black leaders, like being so adamant about, um, like priming young people all over the world to like understand what's happening in Palestine. Like, obviously like the main focus was police in America and the systemic racism and all uh, like what's going on here, like in our country, but like still in between all of that, all these leaders like black are talking about, um, you know, what's going on in Palestine, how that's like a global struggle. Like the struggle over there is, is similar to the struggle here. It's like state sponsored violence. And so like, I wanted to like make sure that I'm giving back to like the local community, especially to those leaders that are like dedicating like lives, time and energy. Cause like, I see how y'all get harassed like all the time, like so like incessantly. Um, did you and see, so like, did you see the Stonewall? Did you saw what happened with Stonewall? Like a couple nights ago? Yeah. Uh, on Thursday. When we shot yeah. It. Yeah. I see it, dude. It's like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, it, it's it's like they're straight up like they are they are pushing violence onto the people like on a re like on a regular basis you know these are peaceful marches and that's what i tell people like, even i tell people to come out with me like trying to get all my friends especially my white friends like to come out and support they're like oh is it going to be like scary is it going to be i'm like the the march is the most peaceful thing the people that are there are like peaceful we're like we're out there i'm sure you saw this going around the internet a lot like especially this past week it's like these marches, like you see the marches and you see the counter marches, the marches, they're fighting for like freedom, life, happiness. Like they want to dance. We want to live. We want to breathe. Counter marches are like, kill all of them. Like kill all Palestinians <laughs> flat in Gaza. Like what, like what is I, going on here? Like how could you be against like freedom and like I kids breathe? I even someone say something as bad as like turn it into a parking lot. Bro, yeah. It's they hear the kids say that. Like, they hear their kids say that. It's, it's, it's terrible to hear the kids say that they want to see, you know what I mean? To say they want to kill, um, you know, Palestinians is terrible, bro. This is this is something wicked, you know? And uh, that we, we did want to ask you, you know, um, how's everything, you got, do you have family over there? And how's everything like with them? And, yeah, like what's your connection like, with yeah, Palestine? Was, was, how you? Yeah. So both my parents, born and raised in Palestine. I was born here in New York. Um, raised between New York, a little bit of Jersey time. And, um, and so most of my family on both sides is actually still there. And so like my grandmother, my grandparents on my father's side have passed away, but they're all, that family's from Nablus and, uh, my mother's family, which is huge. Like we have, I couldn't even give you the number. She has 13 brothers and sisters. And so that side of the family is huge. They're in Janine. And so both like hotbeds of like resistance, considered hotbeds of resistance in, in the West Bank. Um, so I go back there. I try to go back every summer. I'm like so sad that I did not go back this summer because seeing how everything is like popping off now and it's getting very hot over there. Um, but yeah, we go back every year to visit my family. Like I have so many cousins. Like I'm 
I'm one of the older within the family in terms of like the cousins around the world. But like, I have so many cousins between the ages of like, their infants to like 18 years old that are all right now in the West Bank. And like, I was talking to an aunt of mine, and uh, my cousin, like, she won't let him outside of the house, especially like the younger boys, right? Like, because they want to go out, they want to throw rocks, they want to like protest and rally in Palestine. But like out there, it's like, if you a settler can come like settlers right now are all over the West bank, right? Like just sitting on roads, shooting at cars. And so like, they're scared to go from one town to the next, like the effectively like going from Manhattan to Brooklyn, because there are settlers monitoring these roads that will just shoot whenever they see a Palestinian car coming through. Oh my God. And, And they know what the Palestinian cars are. Why? Because there all, all Palestinians have, uh, I forget that. I think it's white license plates and all the Israeli cars have yellow license plates. I may be mixing up the colors, but the license plates are different. So you can tell from far who is who. Mm. As, as and so like Israeli military controls like over 60% of the West bank. And so like you want to go from Manhattan to Brooklyn or even like West village to East village sometimes, and you will stop at a checkpoint. And they'll know from far from your car's license plate. Are you on the road that you're allowed to be on? Mm. Like when they say apartheid, they like they mean it in like the most literal sense of the word where Israelis get one road, Israeli settlers. And this is all in the West Bank. So they're allowed on the nice roads. Man, if you see these roads, they're paved, they're new, they're freshly painted. Palestinians have to go on the roads that are just like rocks and dirt and gravel and trash everywhere. Like, And um and settlers like actively do their part to make sure that these roads are destroyed, that they're blocked off, that they're inaccessible. Um, or sometimes they literally sit on the side of the road. I remember like I was trying to get from my grandmother's house to like the center city. And they're like, be careful because settlers are just sitting at like intersections and roundabouts with with rifles shooting at Palestinian cars. That's 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 um I couldn't imagine like I you know I couldn't imagine like 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 some of the stuff that y'all go through. I mean, we have, we are like you know being here. I guess we you know we we are uh, shit compared to that, bro. I, I guess we can say we spoiled. Uh, I, yo, bro, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know, bro. That's, that's I think that's wicked. But what? Dang, I don't even know like that. What? what I mean, it's not crazy different it's, than like what you see here, like NYPD sitting at subway stations and like yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. harassing. So eerily, yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. like a. It's crazy similar. Like black yeah. and no, white. No, I tell my mom. But I yeah, tell my mom all the time, like, like when like I walk right around now, the city, yeah, it we, feels we, like Palestine. But y'all are facing like genocide, you know, over there, and that's that's just different. For sure, like, for people sure. like really <laughs> trying to like white people out is different to me, man. Like full, you know what I mean? Family Without, 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 you know what I mean? Not, you know, they, they said that they try to blame it on Hamas, but, you know, what they're doing now, it has nothing to do with that, man. Um, yeah, I mean, like, Hamas, so, like, Hamas is in Gaza. That's it. Everything I just described is in the West Bank, like, where my family is. I don't, I'm, you know, obviously, I consider all Palestinians my family, but, like, I don't have any direct family in Gaza, thankfully. Um, all my family's in the West Bank and it's like, there's no, Hamas is virtually, like virtually non-existent in the West Bank. 
They have no control, no power out there. And so it's like, well, the you look at the media and the media is really like, is the devil here because like you look at the media and it's like okay, that's the Israel Hamas war. It's like, okay, you're discounting everything else. One, you're discounting the rest of the Palestinians that are suffering. You're making it sound like only Hamas is dying, which is the opposite of the truth. It's mostly women, children, older people, mm-hmm. like civilians. Um, and then two, it's like, okay, well look at the West bank. There's a great segment. I don't know if you guys saw, I- I've been watching so much like Pierce Morgan get dunked on by people. <laughs> And like, there's one guy named Bassem Youssef. He's he's like a comedian satirist, but like, damn, does he do like such a good job of simply helping people understand like the contradictions between what like pro-Israel media says? And it's like you're calling this Israel Hamas war. Look at the West Bank. There's no Hamas there. There's no paragliding. There's no festival. There's no there's nothing there. You know what? Let's for a minute imagine a world without Hamas. Right. What will this word look like? Mm. Let's give this word a name, and let's name this word the West Bank. Hamas has absolutely no control in the West Bank. And since the beginning of this street, only through August, 37 Palestinian kids were killed. Mm. No music festival, no paragliding, no Hamas. Mm. Since the occupation of the West Bank, 7,000 Palestinians were killed. No music festival, no paragliding, no Hamas. Mm. I can go on and on and on and on. It's, it's people, it's people resisting. And now, and they cut off water. They control who gets water. They control what gets in, what gets out. If you're able to go to a hospital, like I was sharing, I shared a video the other day of in Tulkerem, which is another town, like a hotbed of resistance that I have my aunt and my younger cousins living in. A young boy, I think he was like 12 years old, got shot. And Israeli military vehicles are blockading the road so that an ambulance can't get in to pick him up and take Mm -hmm. him to like a hospital to get treatment. And like that stuff happens all the time. And there's no Hamas. There's no Hamas there to like to to blame or to to scapegoat. And so it's like, what's your reasoning? Not even to say that, like, oh, because there's Hamas, like, like, why is Hamas doing what they're doing it's like when you subjugate a people for 75 plus years you put them in an open air prison you're just squeezing the life out of them it's like die quietly or die quietly and slowly or try to resist and we'll kill you faster so it's like a lose-lose situation like what would any anybody do i mean even look at this country like black panthers were terrorists right like all these liberation groups are considered terrorists by the u.s government Antifa. <laughs> Antifa, yeah. Like, it, it's like these are just people like fighting for their lives and like fighting for like the lively. And again, no one's fighting to hurt somebody else. Right. right. Like, that's where you get like this whole like all lives matter nonsense, which you're hearing even with this conflict. But obviously, we heard it here first in the US <laughs> of like, yeah, no one's saying like we need to go out and like, like all we're advocating for is like the livelihood and the betterment of like our people, right? People of color, like people who are like not given the amenities and the privilege that, you know, white people in this country are given. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, the media is like, man, they are doing the devil's work when it comes to, obviously here we see it all the time. Big time, big time. I I just, I just, that's why I say, I feel like um, I'm, I'm messed up because you know, if you talk to people from other countries, they'll clearly tell you why they, and you always ask, why, why does everybody hate us so much? Why does everybody hate us so much? 
You know what I mean? And you have no idea what the, you know what I mean? What we're yeah. doing over here until you're, you're from one of those countries and you can actually see everything. Like, what the fuck is wrong? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, and then the, 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 that's, how do you feel? Like, that's what I said, like, all right, so, like, like the mayor, and I, I was, he definitely has blood on his hands. But how do, that's why I was, I, I, before you came on the show, I was just saying, like, it, it, it's messed up to have this mayor to be in charge of the city. And these people, they're not, like, even the, even the president, you're not supposed to show no bias, bro. You have people on both sides of the map. What's going on? You know what I mean? What's going on? You, you, why? Um, why is Eric Adams going to Israel? Why is he such an Israel supporter? Why is why is what's Newsom from California? Why is he going to Israel? These guys like why is Kathy like why is the governor of New York going to Israel? These people are not international delegates. They don't work for the UN. What do they do? They have to do like what do they what do they have to do with any of this? They have their own cities that they, that desperately need them to clean their shit up. Like they're messing up their own cities yeah. all the time. Why are they out there in Israel? What is like it makes no sense. And like when you start to like track like it's it's converging interests of like big corporations who are their donors, right? Yeah. Man. Look at all the weapons manufacturer stocks. Like those stocks are flying up right now. People are making tons of money now because Israel's bombing Gaza and and it's not just the bombing, it's like the surveillance technology, like the suppression mm. technology. And then you have missiles and bombs and tanks and all that stuff yeah. like Yo, I pay for that. Like, we all pay for that with our tax dollars. Yeah. But, like, look at, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in the East Village on St. Mark's. Like, right now on 9th Street, every single day, cops are coming out and harassing groups of houseless people. And it's like, that's where that money is going. Like, just, like, t harassment of houseless communities around New York City. Like, yeah. education, like, money being pulled from education left and right. People, people don't have houses. People don't have food to eat. And it's like... Like you guys do your your mutual aid every Thursday, like to feed the community to get them like medical supplies and like things that are just like basic necessities. Meanwhile, like we're approving like day after day billions of dollars to Ukraine, billions of dollars to Israel. Like, how many genocides do we got to fund around the world before yeah. we're like, hey, like our own people deserve that money and like that housing. Yeah, house like yeah. housing at, at the least, like at least housing, at least housing, especially housing right now. But listen, we we having a crisis right now, right? A market crisis. Like some of that money before you go send it over there, at least help us, like right here. Like you're, you're trying to work yeah, right? out, and and they don't need. That's that's the other thing, right? Like you said, they they got weapons and stuff like that, right? That they really don't need our weapons or no money or get funded by us. Like, you know what I mean? Our, our, yeah. Us funding them or giving them weapons is to make sure, like, they annihilate, you know what I mean? Annihilate them. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We already know y'all can beat them with this, but here's some extra shit just to, like, boom, like, get them out of here. Like, but they call it defense, you know? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Defense forces. That's why, like, you, they say the IDF, like, Israeli defense forces. Like, but if you talk to anybody, like, who isn't pro-Israel, they call them the occupation forces. Like, everything is like this spin to make it seem like, well, we got to protect our people. It's like, nah, you're protecting your special interests, like, overseas. Yeah. Like, so you have a foot in the Middle East, and so you have, like, control over different regions around the world. That's what, like, that's what the West does, right? Like, that's what the Western governments do. It's like, we want to exert our control over every corner of the world. Yeah, this is um, it's crazy. I didn't, I didn't, 
I didn't know um, about this fight until, you know, I started coming out for it in 2021 when I learned about it, when I came out, you know what I mean, and started learning of all the fights that were going on. And, uh, you know, you had to see that, you know, that, um, like you said, the Black Panthers and all, you know, we're all united back then. We're always going for, like, you know, Palestine back then and to see, like, like now we're still, you know what I mean, still, uh, we're yeah. still linking together and doing things. Um, uh, I, I wanted to ask you what, what, is, what does solidarity look like to you? Like, what's, 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 you know what I mean? Uh, when people yeah. come, like, how do, um, uh, I would say, right, because how do, when we, when we, uh, yeah, solidarity, when, when we come out for you guys, what, what, what do y'all, what does it look like for you? Like, what do you think? Yeah, I think like first and foremost, I think the showing up is huge, right? Like just showing up and like being out there in numbers, like showing the world, like look at all these people from all different backgrounds. Like that's the most heartwarming thing for me. It's not going out there and seeing like a bunch of Palestinians or Arabs out there like that, whatever. Like that's great, obviously. But like yeah. compared yeah, to seeing the black community come out, the Filipino community come out, like Armenians come out, like Armenians are going through their own genocide right now. Like they're getting bombed to death. And they're out supporting Palestine like that in my mind is like the most heartwarming thing you could possibly see like showing up is it's unreal, right? Because I remember when I was little, like I have pictures of me and little like in New York going to protest with my mom. Wow. Um, and like, I'm like a baby, but it's like the crowd size back then versus the crowd size now and the diversity of the crowd. It's night and day. And like, so that is unreal. And like, quite frankly, like I always attribute it to black leaders because especially in this country black leaders have been at the forefront of speaking up for palestinians like back to like malcolm x who like would not give up on the word palestine like constantly brought it up in conversation constantly linked that struggle to the struggle here in the states and so it's like saying the word palestine like used to be taboo like i used to lie about my background because i was like i don't want to get called terrorist right off the the back and i'm like I'm white. I'm very white passing. So like I get away with it. My mother is not, she's darker skinned than I am. A lot of my family is darker skinned than I am. And so like, they don't get away with it. So like I grew up with like my mother getting yelled at in the street or like cursed out or whatever. And so seeing now like people come together, like, so showing up in numbers, like is huge, right? Like that, that's huge. And then the other thing is like, people always ask me like, where can I donate? Where can I donate? It's like the donating thing is hard. Cause it's like, that stuff doesn't get in. As you see, like there's the like, Gaza has been under a blockade for almost two decades. And so it's like, they decide what money gets in, what medical supplies get in. Mm -hmm. And so what I tell people, it's like what Palestinians really want in terms of solidarity is like, use your voice and use your platform and like speak out. Right. Because it, like from my, where I sit, the, the thing harming Palestine most Obviously, other than the U.S. funding, you know, thirty-eight billion dollars to Israel and more, but it's the media. It's like the deception and the lies, where it's like, oh, they want all Jewish people dead. It's like, yeah. if that were the case, would half of these rallies be filled with anti-Zionist Jewish people? Like, yeah. there's so many. You have groups dedicating their lives to, like, Palestinian liberation that are like majorly Jewish, right? And like, yeah, there's degrees for like, you know, how radically left, you know, one might be. And like, I think all these groups are still learning from each other. 
but like speaking up, right? Like posting on your Instagram accounts and stuff. Like I see people so hesitant to do that. I mean, you see like celebrities terrified, terrified. Yeah. I think you have celebrities like, yeah. like Kaylani who's like coming out and like posting unapologetically. And everyone's like, we had no idea, but like, we love you. And like, we welcome you with open arms. And like, we, you, you can't imagine how, what, like what a Palestinian is feeling, how warm they feel when they see a non-Palestinian using their voice or posting or their platform to talk about Palestine. Like it means the world because saying the word Palestine, like it's like the word itself is being wiped out. Right. Like I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, I feel like the emoji is going to be removed soon. Like you're not even allowed to wave a Palestinian flag in France. Right. Even here, you see a lot of Israeli flags, right? Like hanging from windows and stuff, especially around Manhattan. I was thinking, I was like, what would happen if I put a Palestine flag out my window? How quickly would I get complaints or would somebody be like yelling out from outside my window or something like that? Yeah. Think about it. Like I post for Palestine, people unfollow me every single post. And I'm sure you guys get the same thing. Yeah, I got a couple of yeah. Oh, no, well, people have been on. The oh, people that's going to follow me, I'll follow me a long time ago, baby. I'm past yeah. the <laughs> Yo, but, um, and you, so it's you like, saw, go ahead, go ahead, tell, tell me what you're going to say. No, and so I was just saying, like, you guys using your voice, like, speaking up for Palestine, like, puts people at risk. So, like, you, yeah. like, all of you, like, using your voices to speak up, like, you're putting yourselves on the line for us. And so, like, that means, like, for us, that's, like, the epitome of solidarity, like, the amount of non-Palestinians on like Canary Mission, like it's heartwarming. They keep a database of like people who speak up for Palestine and they call them anti-Semites and they try to get you fired from your job and stuff. Like you go on this huge database and I found out I was on it like a few months ago. Somebody emailed me and was like, yo, do you want, do you want to pay for us to like, uh, like try to promote other search results above this search result? And it's like, what are you guys talking about? Like, oh, we found your name on Canary Mission and um, we know it's harmful. Like, it's literally like, it's just a website made to dox people. Mm. And you might've seen like the trucks that go around cities, like they put Nerdine's face on it and like say she's a terrorist and stuff. Yeah, man, they, they're all over, they go around the city. And then even in like where my mom lives in Jersey, one of the deans of the university is Palestinian. And so they got a truck with a big digital sign on it. They put her face on it, anti-Semite. What are you going to do about it? University, fire her, all this stuff. Oh. It, they did it in Harvard. The students that were signed that letter in Harvard, truck, digital sign, their faces, their wow. names, they're calling their employers. Like if any, if you have like a job lined up for you, like after graduation, they're calling their employers. Employers are rescinding offers. And so like my mom, I won't say what school she works at, but she's a high school social studies teacher. Every week she gets like called down to the office. Parents complaining about you. Parents are wondering why is there a terrorist teaching their kids? She was, she got fired. She got put on administrative leave because she was at the rally in Times Square last week. What? And yeah, somebody saw a video of her there. A parent, they called the police and the police went to the school and did an investigation interviewing students to see does she promote terrorism does she support it is she a terrorist like all these things to see if they had grounds to repeal her tenure yeah i mean that's you know it's got to be we'll we'll see what happens with that 
No, but dude, like that stuff happens. Out how that's to start doing See, that's on solidarity too. Doing figuring out how to do actions for that type of shit. But See, like that shit. Like, like how they, how they protest fuck, that. They got to protest that website. Yeah, man. I wish. See, that's 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 where you let your comrades get their hands dirty where they don't come back to y'all, man. That shit is so crazy, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, yeah, I hate shit like that, man. Yeah, no. We don't, um, let, we don't let oppressors win yeah. uh, on this side. That's not okay. Ooh. And it's crazy. Like My mom was like, why don't you guys make a website to do it to them? And it's like, well, those are the people with the power, right? Like they can, like they have like the converging interests with Zionists and like the US government and stuff to be like, Palestinians don't owe, like don't run law firms in the United States, right? Like, unfortunately, like we don't, we don't run the business. Like we don't, we don't have like VPs and stuff purposefully right like brown brown and black people are not meant to have positions of power in this oh, country. Yeah. and yeah. so it's like i can make a website that has all the names of the zionists that are spewing out like anti-palestinian or islamophobic or anti-black hate or whatever it might be but it's like would that harm them no maybe nah. like some progressives won't want to be friends with them or like american let like won't want to be friends with them but at the end of the day like does it affect their job and their livelihood like no like that's the scary thing and that's again like that's why that solidarity it means so much because we've seen it we've seen how like livelihoods can be absolutely like destroyed and wiped out not with a bomb but with like we're, we're gonna make we're gonna get you fired we're gonna make you sh make sure you can't get another job like all these different things so that you know you're you're not only are you like mentally like in anguish and frustrated but like you physically can't provide for yourself and for your family um and so yeah i mean it's just like it's crazy you know, like the fbi showed up to my house a few years ago and because for the same reason my mom some student was like she's a terrorist some pro-israeli student she's, like, she's a terrorist she supports terrorism and so they sent in an anonymous tip and like i have the recording it's crazy i was, I was me and my brother were listening to it the other day of just like the fbi came into our house and started asking questions and like for half an hour sitting in my couch I wasn't there. I wish I was, but like my brother was there, so he recorded it. And it's just like two FBI agents in my living room in Jersey. Like I, I couldn't believe it. For my mom, who's just like a social studies teacher, I'm wearing like Palestine. Like sometimes I'm just wearing it. I don't even recognize it. Like I'm wearing a shirt that just says Palestine on it or something. And then like, like a few weeks ago, this was like maybe a few months ago actually. And then some dude, some just like white dude, just was like, "Oh yeah, well who won? Who won?" Like chirping me, and I didn't. I like I'm like yeah. I'm like I didn't register it. I was just like, what do you? Are you? I thought maybe I was wearing like a college shirt or something. Like there's a football game on. I look down. And this dude's like ten feet past me. I look down. And it says Palestine. I look. I'm like, oh, he's definitely chirping me about like Israel Palestine. So like, who won? Like, like you won. Like was that what it was to you? Like you just cleansing a group of people. Like that's a win. Like that. That's it's wild to me. Like they do genuinely. Like it's a competition um and like that's that's what bugs me is that like everyone's posting and this really bugged me especially like, i have people i know that i had to like really talk to and be like you know if, you're, if you don't take this down or if you don't like if you keep repeating these things like this is this is propaganda it's causing islamophobia here of like the call to jihad like on that friday where it's like because people are organizing rallies and stuff oh it's a call to jihad to murder you know jewish people in america like that was crazy. And the amount of people that parroted that and shared that, like even people like you would consider like progressive or leftist 
are sharing posts and information about like, oh, like Muslims and Arabs around the world are going to, you know, do violent jihad against um, Jewish people around the world. Like that was a patent lie that was spread all over mainstream media and social media by progressives too. That's what bugged me. Like conservatives and liberals and like, you know, everybody else between those two, I have no expectations of them doing anything like positive or helpful for like revolutionary movement. But like when you see like supposed progressives and supposed leftists sharing that stuff, it's like you guys are you guys are just another arm of this like US media yeah so um like that killed me when i saw that stuff and like that is what's spurring honestly like that doesn't prevent anti-semitism if anything that increases islamophobia and it causes people like these guys like like extremists like on the right to come out with their guns and weapons and causes that like the little kid who got stabbed in chicago this guy was watching the news and reading online and read about the call to jihad and blah 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 and it spurred him into action to go and murder this little kid, this little Palestinian kid that was living in his building. And so it's like, it's not just like the rhetoric. People are like, oh, it's just a post. It's just a post. And it's like, no, like that stuff actually impacts people's mindset and their mentality about what's going on. And it makes people see other people differently. And so it's like that, like, yeah, like when I go out, like my mom doesn't like it when I wear this in public on my way to a march. She's like, put it in your pocket until you get there. Obviously, being a young man in our city, like we feel like a little like invincible and stuff. And so, like I'm like, I want someone to come and like challenge me at this point. But, like obviously, like you don't know what's gonna happen. Like you gotta go see it in person. one of these days too, and both of you gotta come out and see it in person. Like it would be my like house stuff. It's pretty expensive. I mean, like for me, like I can't fly direct. Like I have Palestinian citizenship as well as in addition to my U.S. citizenship. So like I can't fly into Israel directly. So like I'm on like a do not like allow into the country. Like all, all Palestinians with like from the West Bank. And so like um, I got to go to Jordan. Yeah. I'm, yeah, you don't want to, right? Like, I mean, some places you want to go, like I've... I've snuck into places because we want to see it. Like it's obviously those, those occupied lands are some of the most beautiful areas within, you know, historical Palestine. And that's why they're not with the Palestinians anymore, of course. And so like my mom is very like adamant when we go, like we'll go on like hiking trips and stuff into like the really beautiful areas. And it's like, we got to sneak in because officially we can't go in like show our passports and get in, even though I'm an American citizen, even though I have a U.S. citizenship, that's how I was born here. They put my name in. They're like, oh, you're Palestinian. Get the fuck out of here. Like, we don't want to see you. And so I have to go to Jordan and then cross this like 10 hour journey, basically, of going through just checkpoint after checkpoint after checkpoint, just selling money to Jordanian police, Israeli police, like Israeli police searching you. Like, they dumped out my whole met, like toiletries bag, went through every medication, was like, what do you need this for? What do you need that for? It's like, bro. <laughs> like you guys making me take this stuff. So. Um, so it's it's kind of a pain in the ass, but like it shows you like Palestinians go through that like every single day, not just to go country to country, but to go to like town to town. Um so it's I think it's it's a and it's it's an experience worth taking one day. Um but yeah, it's pricey. It's 
a flight over to Jordan is not cheap unless you buy like really far in advance. But yeah, one day, hopefully, you know, next time you guys, I'd love to show you around, take you to the wall. You write your message on there. I'm just going to plug. Well, you know, my mom's actually got a book coming out uh, next year about her. Her story is far more exciting than mine. I grew up here, but she grew up back there. She actually has a brother that uh, joined resistant movements that was killed when he was when he was before he was 30. Um, so like she shows up to all these protests with like his face on it just to like honor his memory all the time. And so like she has a book coming out uh, with her with her a writer that worked with her called My Brother, My Land. And so obviously free copies for y'all once that comes out. Uh, don't even mention it um but mostly honestly like what i want to tell people is just like keep posting like literally like an instagram post like may seem performative to a lot like it's not like do it it means so much that other people who may be scared to like step into the arena see other people like show courage and bravery in that sense and like it, it it's infectious like and that's what i'm saying like really when i saw you like standing up for people like getting in NYPD faces to like stop them from messing with the protesters or the kids or whatever. It's like, that shit is, it's, it's inspirational. It's infectious. And so like, if people keep doing that, I, I think it spreads. Um, and like all this is out of love, it's all, it's all like for love of freedom. Like revolutionaries aren't about like oppressing anybody or doing anything like that. Like a revolution, there's a Che Guevara, crowd, I don't remember exactly, but it's like revolutionaries comes from feelings of love. Right. And so, when people do that, use their voice for that reason. Like it's very infectious, and I just hope people keep doing it. Oh my god! Thank you for having me. This is awesome. I love the show, and I will definitely see you guys at the on Thursday. I'm gonna try to make it out to. Yeah. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Yeah. I hope y'all enjoyed. Um... Unapologetic talks. I hope no. you like this episode. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we touched on a lot of important current topics and events that were going on in New York City as of now. And y'all got to meet this soon. Yeah, fire. I'm glad you came through and you know what I mean? Uh shine some light on the situation. Uh gave us some uh insight. Yeah, some insight. Um and and just yeah, you basically to share share, you know what I mean? Share a story. And uh yeah, for especially for my gifts. So um yeah, shout out to him. Appreciate you brother. Um yeah, that's it, man. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Oh, oh call it to action. Call uh, to action. Oh, shoot. That's right. You said tear shit up? Yeah. Y'all already know, man. We the people. We need to support y'all already know, man. Check um, us out. Uh, follow the Instagram. Yeah. Y'all see that's going to always be up. You know what I mean? Boom, um, <clears throat> just like this. Uh, and, and, and. I'll always show it again because you got to show that artwork. You know what I mean? Check us um, out. We have a fundraiser party on the 29th. We have a Halloween party. The 28th. On the 28th. Um, check that out. Check that out. We, Come spend some money in right, honor of the community. That's right. Don't fly to be out. Um, Stonewall was right every Stonewall Thursday. Stonewall was right. Come outside. 7 o'clock. Every single fucking Thursday. Yeah, well, I ain't going to say it time because, yeah, just Stonewall. Be on the lookout for the flyer. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. Check it out for updates on when we throw our actions and meetings and all that stuff. Uh, stay uh connected to what's going on in Palestine. I follow War Palestine. It's uh, a couple of other people I follow, but that's uh the like the main account that you know what I mean that gets 
things uh you know me active so uh follow them um continue to show solidarity with your palestinian siblings fire 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 all right y'all that's all our time unapologetic talk Talk. thanks for watching